It's about quarter past ten, which means it's time to welcome in your favourite film lords, Jen and Andre. Gang, how are we? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were in Scary Movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're fine. It. We're the, the same as everyone else has been. Yeah, seriously. Well, damn. Which is any kind of way. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... So, if Jen and Andre are in the house, it means it's movies, movies, movies time. Consider this your little intro bit of audio to signal the start of this segment. Movies, movies, movies. Movies, movies. Um, all right, team, what's happening? We've got movie news, two reviews, and a Sydney spotlight. Let's kick it off, huh? Well, I guess today you gave us like a little task last week, which was to convince your simp boyfriend to watch The Godfather because he can't sit through anything longer than like a two minute TikTok. So Andre and I have come up with like a couple of, oh, sorry, I didn't, I don't actually know I'm projecting, but like Andre and I were thinking of different ways to get people to engage with a film that's longer than an hour and a half. We had a couple of things. Andre, you were saying watch something that's around The Godfather, like don't just go diving into the one thing that everyone's telling you to watch. Watch. Yeah. You need to get your aperitifs right. I think that there's this assumption that you immediately watch a slow film. And I don't think that, like with everything that's worth trying, you, it takes practice and it takes a bit of edging and a bit of foreplay. And I think in order to do that, you need to start with the films that are adjacent to the slow mm-hmm. cinema. So you don't want to dive straight into the early works of Love Diaz, which is what I've done, which means watching a 10-hour film about one family in the Philippines. You're going to want to watch some things that are around, you know, The Godfather, like <laughs> maybe something that's just a, a bit similar but not quite there. Maybe just a Sofia Coppola film could be a bit easy for you to start maybe with. Maybe it's or, a film that's like made it to Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I would even go as far as to recommend Coin By Your Name as sort of like a, 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 a slow a slow film for beautiful normies uh, to kind of but I guess uh, I wanted to ask like the text line if you were trying to convince someone to watch a film like The Godfather what would you tell them to watch instead hit us up on 0409 and while we wait for your text uh, here is some hot goss y'all you are going to want to submit your film to the Slam Dance Film Festival because 2021 submissions are open and if they can let Jen and I in if they can let anyone in <gasps> It's the most prestige independent DIY anti-establishment film festival protesting yearly on the same land as Sundance. Could you be the next Bong Joon-ho, Christopher Nolan, Jennifer Kent, and dare I say, Lena Dunham, <laughs> some of <laughs> Slamdance's famous alum. All you have to do is make a film and submit it to this festival, y'all. Huge. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. Jen, and more locally... If you want to show your film locally, there's very few places you can do it other than Golden Age have been very, very generous in the past, Dandy Newtown sometimes, but otherwise there's not a lot of options for you unless you get into some kind of festival. But that hasn't always been the case. And the Hub Newtown, which has been shut for about 20 years, is up for lease. Uh, It's very expensive to renovate. The council aren't getting behind it. And there's rumours that, and I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but there's rumours that Priceline wants to buy it. So I don't know who listens to this show, but what? this is a very, very important cinema in the centre of Newtown. The seats are still there. The screen is still there. The entrance is still there. It can't be let to become a price line. It used to show 
Yugoslavian films to first generation immigrants. And then it became a blue movie house, which is just like a, showing adult films. Um, and it's just been dormant for 20 years. And how good would that be to have to show adult films? Are we talking sexy adult films? <laughs> We're or talking sexy adult were... films all through the night with a bit of a messy cleanup. Oh, maybe you and I should hire out this space, Jen. Well, that's exactly right. We need some backers. It's like if philanthropists can save carriage works, the philanthropists can save the hub. And if you don't like living in the real world, head online because David Lynch has released a new short. And by new, we mean 2015 new onto YouTube, bitch. It's called Fire in brackets poser and was made about five years ago with a composer who is not Penderecki. And it, I think, I think a lot of these A-list film directors are trying to quote unquote play their part during quarantine lockdown by like doing online Q and A's and releasing these early cut films. And it's like, y'all, you just need to do one thing, and that's turn the hub into an adult cinema. Okay, we don't need you <laughs> to keep throwing your early works, your experiments online like we care. Okay, but if you are a Lynch fan which my housemates are becoming since watching Twin Peaks in lockdown, head to YouTube to watch a rare cut. It's there for you to play with. There you go. The latest (laughs) and breaking movie news right here for you on Movies, Movies, New Movies. Movies, Movies, Newbies? (laughs) Coming up after this track, we've got two reviews. It's Bags by Clara going out for Jen and Andre. There's a language warning.
bit of Clara for you there. Bags on movies, movies, movies. We are up to our two reviews. We've just shared with you the latest in uh, movie news. And we got a special text on 0409-945-945 saying that the hub has been renovated for live music and is owned by the family who own the Enmore Theatre and the Metro and that it's just been left empty but not neglected. Another text... Um, this is a strange answer, I know, to our Godfather question. Um, to, but to start off the Godfather, I would go with Train Spotting or Dazed and Confused. They have the slow vibe people can't stand, but these two films are coded with a trendy substance in the form of music and based around fun times. Then before you know it, you can hit the greatest film of all time, Barry Lyndon, the slowest and most hated movie. And that track right there <laughs> for you, William in Young, was Bags by Claro. Thank you for texting in on 0409-945-945. Give us more of your answers to getting someone into The Godfather, please. Thank you so much for that recommendation. I 100% that stand fabulous. that. That's amazing. <laughs> Do you want our job? Also, I have this theory that um, it's actually like the boomer generation that can't stand slow cinema and we're all fine with it. I Maybe Ooh. not the boomer generation, but I think there are people who... Maybe we give them a bad rap for. Yes, I do agree. Yeah. Maya's boyfriend's 65. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, no. I don't know. No shame. No shame in here. Look, it's time this for two. This is a house of shame. Time for two reviews. We've got a special one. First up, we've got Women Make Film. Here's your little tease. What follows is not about the director's lives. It's not a chronological history. It's not an analysis of how women directors are different from men. And it's not one of those lists of the best films ever made. No, it has cleaner lines than that. Our film is about the films, the scenes. It answers practical questions. What way to start a film? How do you set its tone? How do you make it believable? Damn. Take it away. Imagine Damn. you're on a 14-hour car ride, IDK, maybe to Adelaide, and next to you is Tilda Swinton, and she is in no rush, but has decided to calmly tell you everything she's learned from watching basically every movie ever directed by a woman, ever. But then you realise she's actually just reading a script that some film bro wrote about what he gleaned from watching all these movies, and it won't stop. It's 14 hours of ASMR Tilda Swinton, and halfway through you're going to want to sleep and watch some absolute trash. One thing I did learn from 14 hours of Women Make Film, which is this epic monumental series by Mark Cousin, who do the story of film, which is kind of a must watch for anyone, make it through like four or five episodes, you'll probably give up. But he's rewritten history, taking it away from Hollywood and putting it into sort of the lens of innovation worldwide. And now he's done it with films just directed by women. Um, anyway, one thing that I learned that was cool was like this idea of a punctum, which is to give the semblance of believability to a film. Like it might be a cutaway of like a cat limping or something to make something seem unscripted which is kind of what we try and do with these reviews each week is like pretend that they're not scripted. So like Andre will put on like a cute voice and be like, oh, and I'll like cough or I'll sneeze or like say like about three times and pretend that we didn't write everything down. So a punctum is what gives a film believability. And that seems to be what he thinks the female gaze is all about. Punctums, setting the camera up, letting people go. So I guess that was my 14 hour takeaway and what I gleaned. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Women Make Film is amazing. 
but having Tilda Swinton as a cipher for a guy writing, I don't know, feels kind of like, is this feminism? Mm. What do you think, Orange? I can't help but feel like you critiquing Tilda Swinton pretending to drive to Adelaide for 14 hours is a dig at me. And I don't mean to make it all about me, but this feels very pointed. When have you Uh, ever driven to Adelaide with me and left your bedroom? Okay, okay, okay. Meet me on the basketball court after this. But let me just say that I recently started re-watching Mark Cousins' other documentary, The Story of Film and Odyssey, which, like you described, is 14 hours of film history in lockdown, thinking that it'd be, like, the perfect time to reopen a bit of, you know, scholarly interest in film. And it's, like, feels very didactic now. It's crazy how Mm. being taught something by someone can feel so dated so quickly after you've learned that lesson, if that makes sense. So it's a hard... Yeah. I was just going to say that, like, what I'm hoping is that this this new series that he's made is going to feel more like people can fill in their own gaps and come to their own conclusions as opposed to like a didactic film school lesson, which is what we did when we went to film school. We had to study this old TV series. So hoping that Tilda's going to open it up for us. It's less film history, film history, and more ideas in a row, like how right. to open a film how to set tone. Gorge. It's kind of like you learn about Mia Hansen-Love, Kate Shortland, Wen Ping, Ackerman, Varda, Wendy Toy, Lottie Reininger, in order. Gorge. Just scenes gorge. from their films that they like. It's gorge. gorge. It's, gorge. it's a mood name. board. It's give, a Tumblr. It's a give us one film that we, sh- give me, give us a film that we should watch that you've learned about from Win and Make Film. Alison DeVere's animation, Black Dog. You can get it on YouTube. It's about 20 minutes. It's like, basically he shits on Lynch the whole way through and is like, Lynch just watched women filmmakers and then didn't tell you about them. And watch that one. Okay, why didn't you open with that? That is such a draw card for everyone. <laughs> I'll put it in the written review on the gram. It's always a mess on air, but then I clean it up later. Also, Jen. We're running out of time. Excellent Sorry. use of the word punctum. Brilliant. Oh. Love you like that. punctum? Love okay, that. Cool. We've got another review. It is Days of Heaven. Here's your little tease. Days of Heaven. The story of a man who had nothing. The woman who loved him. You're crazy. <laughs> And the man who would give her everything for a share of that love. You know what I thought of you? I thought if only I could touch her, that everything would be all right. Take it away, Andre. What's the review? What's the news? Howdy. So this week we were tasked with watching some slow films because Maya asked us to help her force the Godfather onto her boyfriend, which in fact <laughs> is the only way I can get any boyfriend to watch anything through force. As they say in the gay sex film world, you don't get the sausage without the sizzle. So I asked, how do you get your boyfriend into quote-unquote slow cinema? People scream lube, 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 but what does that even mean? Like, does that mean I have to get them to watch every Godard film, thus sabotaging my reputation and their (laughs) reputation? There has to be some sort of, you know, schema or, you know, plan for us to answer this question and I think Days of Heaven can answer that so let's discuss Terence Malick sophomore film it translates into what can be best described to smart normies as Woolworths Renee Zellweger doing a period piece with a coal train in it Terence Malick actually only famous for Tree of Life which invented pious washing line drama made this fast-cutting extra speedy pastoral film about tricking a straight farmer into a fake marriage 
as familiar as that sounds, the key here, and this is the key into also cinema, is a train movie. It's the best lube into slow film. Here's a recipe. Harry Potter films, only the even numbers. Fast forward through Patapan Charlie by Sachet Ray and the ultimate slow cinema film, The Holiday by Nancy Myers, where all our favorite queens go on a vacation for basically two and a half hours. And what we recognize here is the common theme of travel versus runtime. You want a film where someone goes somewhere for a long period of time that then translates into a long film. Throw in something that has a natural disaster. And in the case of Days of Heaven, it's a wildfire across paddocks to burn locusts. And I guarantee your boy won't shut up when you pull out the hours to watch. Jen, Days Jen. of Heaven, what a sweet treat. All shot at sunset. I think that's actually the key. People love to take a shot of sunset and think it's original. And it, it is. It fully is. All sunsets are original, as they say. <laughs> Every sunset's different. It's got its own fingerprint. It's got its own I was person. really surprised... It's own by, how, by how accessible this Terence was, because people think of Terence Malick, they think of Tree of Life, they think of Sean Penn running his hands through grass. And <laughs> Tree of Life kids. is so impenetrable. <laughs> it's so impenetrable, and just <laughs> images of like orchestral movements and bowel movements. And I'm just like, is this going to be a draw card for anyone? And it is. It's a classic film, and it's set in farms, and there's labor in it. No, and it's so romance. sexy. It's like watching a whole season of Nigella, honestly. Also, Ooh. I love the use of Richard Gere in this. Richard Gere is a really oh. good draw card because he's parodied so well in Family Guy that I feel like any boyfriend can relate to him. So good point. if Richard Gere is in a slow film, that could be your next slow film to watch with your boyfriend. Interesting. All right, now, and if we could wrap both of these reviews into one word, what, what would that one word be? My one word for Women Make Film is Tilda, and my one word for Days of Heaven it's pastoral. Ooh. Okay, one word for um, women is road trip, and one word for days of heaven is rickety plane. As Ooh. if your one word for women isn't punctum, Jen, the word that you've said 15 times. <laughs> well, already. I was going to go with punctum, but then I knew you would say that anyway, <laughs> so we still got it on air, didn't we? Look, and a quick cheeky shout out to William in Young, who's also made an excellent point about uh, the thin red line or Badlands by Terence. Oh. Terrence Malick. Mm, mm. We should get Will on the show. Will? Bring him in. Stay with <laughs> us. We've got a Sydney spotlight around the bend, but first, a little bit of chronics with Della Move. Oh, Della Move by Chronics with two X's on the end there. We're on movies, movies, movies. We've had two reviews. We've had breaking movie news. And now it is time for the Sydney Spotlight. Jen and Andre are here with me on Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings on FBI Radio. Gang, what are we spotlighting today? We want to introduce you to Western Sydney Shorts. It's a new online film festival presented by Curious Works and Blacktown Arts, curated by Von Patiag. And it's a limited online film festival featuring seven short films and one feature. And it's all just Western Sydney artists from emerging to experience, many of the films making their online premiere. And if the idea of brand new work with the word emerging before it kind of puts you off, there is also going to be a retrospective screening of Blacktown, the independent feature by Australian director Chris Sanders, who I think went to Arthur's. And did Red Dog. But it also includes films like Prone to the Drone, which was by Davey, Daisy Montalvo, who came on the show and talked, about, talked to us 
I think last year or was it two years ago? Time is two years just ago. A loose concept these days, but that premiered at the 2019 Sydney Film Festival, and now it's going to be available to watch online. So definitely check out Daisy's film. Super exciting! Um, it's from from May 15th to June 19th, so it's already started. So you want to get in hot and quick and fast. Huge. And um, if you do catch a film on the Western Sydney Shorts, uh, text us, check in with us, let us know how you feel about it. Message and... us on the Instagram at movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore. I always wonder, like, is it good to support these online film festivals or should we encourage cinemas to reopen again? To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the film festival on my laptop. Damn, hot take. Jen, I know you're... I just like don't know what to do with my days I want to walk down the street and just go to a movie it's so annoying I'm sorry I like the cinema (laughs) sue me (laughs) and in final Sydney Spotlight news happy birthday Bridie Tanner happy birthday Bridie big happy birthday Bridie Tanner we wish you Bridie who? watching uh, I mean exactly I've already forgotten who she is she was actually fired from movies 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 let's not talk about that (laughs) um Whatever is occupying your online film life, let us know about it. We'd love to talk about it. We'd love to spotlight it. We'd love to get on it. Yeah, text in on 0409 945 945 and Jen and Andre will be back with you next week sharing in all of that news. They're going to tease a little something from next week as well. Yeah, we're gonna, right. we've just been given an embargoed list of this year's <gasps> online sort of version of the Sydney Film Festival, excuse of a festival. So <laughs> Okay. Oh no. Shade tree. Shade tree. No, uh, we love We'll give you we everything love. next week. You'll hear it from us. Be sure to tune in. And a quick shout out to Johnny in Redfern to wrap up Movies, Movies, Movies today, who suggested the easiest way to get people to watch The Godfather was to make them an offer they can't refuse. You can listen back Mm. to Movies, Movies, Movies on the podcast. Uh, Just look up FBI Radio and it'll be all there for you. Or head to fbiradio.com slash programs. Just click on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Everything will be right there for you. Jen, Andre, thank you so much for always making my Monday mornings (laughs) glorious. (laughs) Can you please read that text that someone wrote about the hub? <laughs> or is it too rude? Or is it too rude? <laughs> Someone just was saying that they really thought that um, the hub wasn't a good place. Uh, <laughs> see the old wank theatre and that they reckon it should have been knocked down. And on that... I think he's homophobic. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for movies, movies, movies. I'm- this podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.